This is COVID-19 Seattle. I'm Dave Ross. And I'm Aaron Granillo. Dr. Anthony Fauci is calling the coronavirus pandemic devastating, his worst nightmare, and warning now that it's not over yet. He was surprised, he told a number of virtual conference attendees yesterday, by how highly contagious the disease was, that it spread worldwide in just a month rather than within six months to a year. And he also said we don't know yet if survivors who were seriously ill will fully recover. COVID-19 hospitalizations have been on the rise in at least nine states since Memorial Day. And that's according to The Washington Post, which reports that California is seeing the spike. Sacramento County Public Health Officer Dr. Olivia Kassiri says she'll be keeping a close eye on those numbers. They're able to handle it, but it's still of concern when we see numbers rise that quickly. New modeling is predicting a safer way to end COVID-19 stay-at-home orders. Here's CBS's Naomi Ruckham. Ending quarantine for everyone at the same time is high risk, according to mathematical modeling released in the journal Frontiers. UK researchers believe the best strategy is to release half of the population two to four weeks from the end of the initial peak, then wait three to four months to allow a second possible peak to pass before releasing everyone else. They suggest the first group should be mostly young people who are less susceptible to the virus. That sounds kind of like what's happening in King County a little bit with our phased reopening, I think. I know it's yes, little, yeah. it, it does. Although I, I haven't noticed that they've made a differentiation so much based on age is based on the type of business. The White House Coronavirus Task Force held a phone briefing yesterday. CBS News got a scratchy recording of it, Dave. So that's our way of apologizing for not being able to understand what Deborah says. But here she is, Dr. Deborah Burks, coordinator of the White House Virus Task Force, who is saying the number of cases nationwide is declining and stabilizing. But she's also worried that even though people are wearing masks in the George Floyd demonstrations, they may not be of much help. We don't know the efficacy of masks. We're shouting. Uh, we just have to be honest with one another. We do know the efficacy of math with talking. It looks good in the physics experiment. Yes, but she says shouting puts extra force behind those micro droplets that we have all come to know about. The other thing she noticed is that the more peaceful the protest got, the more potential danger there was because... As the protest got more and more peaceful... I saw more and more higher-risk groups on the street. The protests began to draw an older crowd. Vice President Mike Pence has this advice. Say to um, uh, anyone, particularly young people that are participating in protests, that, um, that this would be a good time for them to not go visit a family member over the next two weeks who would fall in the category of a, of, of a vulnerable member of the population. And on the reopening of schools in the fall, Education Secretary Betsy DeVos had this message for the nation's governors. Open them. Schools, quite simply, must reopen again. Um, our students need, need, need that. Our families need that. And our economy needs that. And it turns out that protest duty was hazardous for some National Guard troops who've now tested positive for the virus. McClatchy newspaper's Tara Kopp broke the story. Members of the D.C. National Guard who were activated to respond to the protests following the death of George Floyd have tested positive for coronavirus. In my calls and emails today to the Guard, they would not specify how many members have tested positive 
And uh, one official I talked to said, right now it's a moving target and even providing us numbers, those numbers are likely to change. And the reason appears to be is they were trying to look less intimidating. And what we've seen over the last week is that the protective gear that those members were wearing, you know, first shields and uh, helmets and, you know, a much more aggressive posture as the week went on, the guard made an effort to kind of pull back and to soften their posture. So you didn't see them wearing helmets. You didn't see them uh, standing at a distance with a shield. Yep. Another, another indication that no good deed goes unpunished, Aaron. Okay, on to your favorite artist, Dave. Oh, really? Yeah, Beyonce, right? You like That's Beyonce. That's right. She told single women to put a ring on it, so yeah. So she's setting up this free coronavirus testing site around the country, and King County is on her list. It's called the Hashtag I Did My Part campaign. It's led by Beyonce and her mother, Tina Knowles Lawson, and backed by Beyonce's Be Good initiative. They're going to partner... Be good, by the way, spelled B-E-Y-G-O-O-D. Yeah, we were having some conversation. Is it Bay good or Be good? I'm actually not sure because Beyonce, some people refer to her as Bay. Mm-hmm. Sure, well, but... Bay good, I understand that just as well as Be good. Okay. They're going to partner with local organizations, including the Somali Health Board, to host two days of free drive-through coronavirus tests in South King County. The campaign is targeting cities where black and brown communities are disproportionately suffering from the coronavirus, which I think is pretty much everywhere. Yeah, Hamdi Mohammed, King County Policy Advisor for the Executive Office of Equity and Social Justice, says people of color are contracting coronavirus at a rate nearly two and a half times higher than white people. And they will include free care packages, diapers, and toiletries on site. First day of testing will be on June 13th from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. at Health Point Administration in Renton. The second day takes place June 14th from 11 to 5 at CMAR Community Health Medical Center in Federal Way. We will be back tomorrow and every day after with the daily local news. You can subscribe to this podcast. You can also find our news coverage on MindNorthwest.com or listen live at 97.3 FM.